Let's talk about the devil's mantra a little bit because we're hearing a lot of it right now. Uh, the United Nations keeps proving that they should be kicked out of the United States. And a big county in Wisconsin has taken the advice of how to treat nature from a group of people that didn't even know how the wheel worked. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, we moved. I'm in a new place right now. If you're looking at the GoPro, if I publish some of the stuff on the GoPro, you're going to notice brand new, brand new scenario, brand new scene. Um, beautiful apartment, still a lot of work to do. I'm actually going to be kind of quiet today simply because I've got uh, my stepdaughter still sleeping. She decided to stip, skip school today. I mean, she said she had a ditch day, whatever. I Well, she decided to skip school today and my uh, ex, my fiance, my wife is a big softy. I'm a softy too. I really could care less. She's a, she's a senior. She's already gotten into a college. She's good to go. Okay. Uh, I, I got a little something to say, some deep thoughts. Um, some years ago, there was this great intellectual, the the great intellectual of our times, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, was asked about why she spewed so many lies about climate change. And these were obvious lies. They were completely debunked. They were, nothing was true. There was no question. Even she had to admit they were untrue. And like all Democrats, of course, she spent about 15 minutes talking about uh, just giving an answer, all sorts of fluff that had nothing to do with why did you lie. It was just 15 minutes of crap to make people forget about the question. Karen John PR does that all the time. And none of it made sense, didn't make any difference. But at the very end of her filibuster, she said exactly the reason why she lied. It is a means to an end. In other words, she knows she lied. She knows that people don't believe it. She knows that a lot of people don't believe it. There are some that do. That's the problem. There are some that do. Um, but the fact of the matter is, everything that she says, all her lies, everything bad is justified because of the sun monster. Okay, that, that evil sun monster. Now, this happened about three years ago. So this isn't... Matter of fact, if you've listened to my podcast since day one, you might even remember the story because this this did happen. It happened a while ago, and we did make a comment because this is something, this statement, it is a means to an end or the end justifies the means. These are, these are actually rather satanic statements. Because what it basically is saying is, well, our end goal is justified. It doesn't matter what it is. Our end goal is justified because the goal is that important. Um, I believe Hitler said it. I mean, the the communists have said it. This is this is a this is a very common saying when when a group of people does something really atrocious. Now, over the last two weeks, there have been a lot of people running around defending the, thir the killing of 1,300 Israelis, typically Jews for the most part. I would think they're all Jews. I'm sure some of them weren't Jews, but they are defending that. And they are saying, um, 
everywhere from the United Nations to different countries to governments. They're all defending this genocide of the Jews. And that's what it was. It was a genocide of the Jews. Here's the kicker. Um, Hamas has said flat out they're out there to kill Jews. That's it. There's there's nothing there. It's in their charter, which we're going to read in a couple of seconds. They're there to kill Jews. People who were arrested for this genocide, this slaughter. I mean, we're talking a woman's baby was cut out of her womb and then beheaded. This is how evil this whole thing is. But they justified it. Okay. And, And the reality is the goal of Hamas is to kill every Jew. The goal of Hamas is not a two-state solution. The goal of Hamas is not to have their own country, is not to live peacefully with the Jews. It is not even to root out the Jews from Israel to make it into Palestine, which, by the way, air quotes, because Palestine doesn't exist. It never has. Never legitimately existed. Their goal is to not only root out the Jews, but to kill them. And that's been their goal. That's been in their charter. That is a covenant that they made thousands of years ago. It's in Hamas's charter. Now, a lot of people, you've heard me say that several times. Let's go through some of their charter. So there are four points of their charter which really stick out. So let's read this. Let's read a couple of these just to show you where their ends are because their ends are important. Israel will exist and continue to exist until Islam will obliterate it, just as it obliterated others before it. Now, that's in their constitution. That's in the preamble of their constitution. That's their introduction. Their introduction of their constitution is to destroy Israel. So, like our preamble, we the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect union. That's our preamble. That's our introduction. Their introduction is Israel will exist and continue to exist until Islam will obliterate it. That is their purpose. Okay, let's read on. Here's, here's Article 15. The day the enemies usurp part of the Muslim land, jihad becomes the individual duty of every Muslim. In the face of the Jews' usurpation, it is compulsory that the banner of jihad be raised. Okay, there you go. So again, Israel is the usurping of the uh, Israel is the usurping of the Muslims. That's pretty much what everybody is saying on the college campuses. Here's another one. This is Article 13. Peace initiatives and so-called peaceful solutions and international conferences are in contradiction to the principles of of the Islamic resistance movement. These conferences are no more than a means to appoint the infidels as arbiters in the land of Islam. There is no solution for the Palestinian problem except by jihad. That's war. Initiative proposals and international conferences are but a waste of time and an exercise of futility. Now, a lot of people, they keep talking about this, that, that oh, the two-state, you, you'll hear this on the news. The two-state solution is the solution here. That will fix everything. That will not fix anything because that's not what they want. The reality is Israel has offered the, the quote, Palestinians a um, two-state solution several times. They've all been rejected. And by the way, let's be very careful when we talk about Muslims. Like, we don't want to group Muslims into a group. 
the Gaza, the terrorists in Gaza, the terrorists in the West Bank, the ta, ta, the terrorists in the Golan Heights, which is southern Palestine, they're rejected by just about every country in the world. Syria has rejected them. Egypt has rejected them. Jordan has rejected them. Kuwait has rejected them. The UAE has rejected them. Uh, Lebanon, southern Lebanon is the Golan Heights. They've rejected them. They don't want anything to do with them because they are a terrorist organization. They know they're a terrorist organization, and they want nothing to do with them. But the two-state solution, never part of their charter. That's not what they're interested in. It's not their end goal. Okay, continuing. Let's read article. Da, 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 da. Let's read article thirty-two. Zionism scheming has no end. And after Palestine, and by the Zionism is just Judaism. It's, it's, it's just another word for it. Has no end. And after Palestine, they will covet expansion from the Nile to the Euphrates River. And when they have finished digesting the area on which they have laid their hands, they will look forward to no more expansion. Their scheme has been laid out in the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. That's Article 32. Basically, this is just, again, pure anti-Semitism. You hear this quite a bit. When you hear someone talk about, oh, Hollywood is controlled by the Jews, that's anti-Semitism. <laughs> Because this is what they believe. The Jews are controlling everything. The Jews control the jewelry stores, the diamond factories, Hollywood. I mean, there may be disproportional Jews in those areas, but they're not controlled. And that's, that's part of the problem with these people. Okay, the whole, they're trying to control the world. I mean, there's like, what, 6 million, 10 million Jews in the entire world? I mean, people don't understand how they are really a, a minority. And the genocide is a doable thing. Okay, so those these are just examples. Now, a lot of people will tell you, well, they removed some of this information from their charter, and they did last week. I mean, it didn't make the news, of course, because then they would have to talk about, the media would have to talk about what is in their charter. But the charter was edited last week to remove some of the stuff, not all of it. Uh, I think it was moved from their preamble. That was about it. I haven't read where it was moved, but some of this stuff was actually removed, but not all. But we can see where the end is, the goal for the Hamas terrorist Hezbollah, uh, the, Palestinian, the Palestinian Authority, the Islamic Jihad. We can see what their goal, Iran, we can see what their goals are. Their goals are to kill Jews and genocide. It's to make them extinct period. End of story. It, they're right. It's not complicated. There it is. Okay, so you might be asking, okay, what does this have to do with AOC? And I think it has a lot. I think it's very important. Um, first off, the, the, just the saying, the ends justify the means, is an evil saying. This has been called the devil's mantra. Like I said, this has been called the statement of the devil means there is nothing that can be done, no matter how evil it is, that isn't justified because of the end goal. Now, here's the problem. Here, here's the big problem. 
in the United States, everyone is saying this, the ends justify the means, Hamas was justified in doing what they want, they're justified in murdering and desecrating innocent men, innocent unarmed men, women, and children. They're justified in chopping off the heads of babies. They're justified in raping and sodomizing women. All of that is great. It's not a problem because the ends justify the means, and their means are to eliminate the Jews. Now, here's the thing. If you ask somebody on the street in one of these idiotic, these idiotic terror campaigns, these these uh, pro protests and riots that are happening around the world, I mean, yesterday, apparently, a Russian part, uh, a uh, Muslim part of Russia started invading the airports looking to kill Jews. So this is a thing. It is happening. Um, if you look at all these people, especially in the West, let's say, let's, let's focus specifically in the United States, and you ask them about this, they give you answers like the idiot I'm going to play right now. I'm sorry, let's listen. I'm from Socialist Revolution, just the U.S. section of the international Marxist tendency. Well, we stand wholeheartedly with uh, Palestine and the Palestinian people. Uh, we believe they have every right to resist. Uh, their occupiers, their colonizers. What would be the solution to the, to the conflict in Gaza? Yeah, okay. Well, from here in the U.S., our job is basically to overthrow the U.S. ruling class through a socialist revolution because they give tons of military aid to Israel, and that keeps Israel strong. And not just the U.S., right? Britain, Germany, France, right? Uh, so in the West, our job is basically to fight against our ruling classes and establish governments that are not helpful to Israel. Then in the so should, 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 should we overthrow the Gazan government since it's Hamas? Yes, we should. What would you say for the people that come here that are pro-Hamas? Yeah, uh, I'd say that obviously I, I understand where they're coming from, right? Uh, the Palestinians are being uh, brutalized so bad, and Hamas is right now the only person like fighting, the only organization uh, fighting back. If they want to they kill all Jews, it's in their charter. Um, it was removed from their charter, but at, at one point, yes, it was. I mean, they just did that the other day. Yeah. So you got that? You got that? And here's, here's the problem with this guy. He, he believes absolutely everything he's saying. Here's the problem. It's not that he doesn't want to answer the question. He can't answer the question. He has no idea what's going on in the Middle East. He just sees this as an opportunity, quite simply... To get out, go out of his way to abolish capitalism and Western civilization. That's it. That's his only goal. His ends are not to kill the Jews. This guy has no idea about the Jews. My dog is crying here. He has no idea about anything when it comes to the Jews. He's just worried about destroying capitalism and Western civilization. Again, a means to an end. Now, of course, this guy, we, we won't talk. This guy probably has a master's degree from Harvard, lives in his parents' basement, makes a ton of money at, at Starbucks handing you your coffee, and does nothing on his free time, but sit there and bitch and moan about America on his $1,000 smartphone using the his internet connection which was created in the united states no none of that ever hits these guys but this guy you can tell with his answers he really doesn't know what's going on it doesn't matter 
It doesn't matter. He was taught at Harvard that he needs to hate America, hate capitalism. Everything that's wrong in the world is capitalism in America. And that's all. That's all he's going to say. So, I, And by the way, that's half the reason groups support Hamas, even though these are groups that Hamas would be head. Black Lives Matter, LGBTQIHGWXYT poop emoji cultists. Uh, climate change cultists, uh, all these people, the UN, all of these people support Hamas. And the fact is they would, Hamas would never tolerate them. It's part of their charter. Okay. And, and, and this is what the problem is. We can look at a guy like a, a jerk off like this and say, well, just ignore him. He's not important. You can't because it's, jerk off dumbass jerk offs like this and that's what he is he's a complete dumbass totally true you're totally right in believing that you can't ignore aoc complete dumbass you can't ignore these people they are more dangerous than people who kind of understand what's going on but still support hamas they're more dangerous because the ends justify the means and some of those means, some of those just, uh, some of those means, might be killing people, might be putting people in jail. It might mean genocide. That's the problem, and that's why these people can't be ignored. Okay, let's get to our, uh, let's get to some of our news. Okay, so let's get to, let's get to some news. Uh, I haven't covered a lot of it. There's, believe it or not, the news cycle is really slow. Everyone is only talking about uh, the Palestinian thing. Fox News, everybody else. Not a lot of culture. That's why I'm bringing up a ton of culture. Okay, so uh, good news. Mary Lou Redden is out of the hospital. Remember, she had. I talked about it last week. She had. Uh, pneumonia, a, a rare form of pneumonia. I don't know what that even means. She had a rare form of pneumonia. She was put in the hospital. She was intubated. Well, apparently she's off the intubation. She is at home recovering. Good deal. Remember, I like Mary Lou Retton. That's the good news. Bad news. Matthew Perry, who starred in Friends, has died at the age of 54. Apparently he was in a jacuzzi. He had a heart attack, fell into the water, and drowned. Uh, I, I believe the official the official cause of death is drowning, and it was the pretty much the official cause of death when they found him. Now I know there are lots of uh, weird. There are lots of Twitter is getting kind of weird, but there are lots of weird conspiracy theories about how Matthew Perry died. Um, he no he. The, the big one is that he was taking the vaccine and he had a heart attack and he died. Here's a newsflash. Uh, Matthew Perry drank like a fish, used drugs, smoked. He was not known to be one of the more healthy individuals. How he looks now is not how he looked like when he was on Friends. Not a shock that this guy dropped dead. Uh, very sad, though. He was supposed to be a really nice guy. Everyone had nice things to say about him. Rest in peace. Okay, Israel on the other. Uh, more news. Israel has, or, well, it's good. Before we get to Israel, because that's a, a lot of it, The Mike Pence has decided not to run for president. 
smart of him, saved some money. He had absolutely no chance. There were a lot of people that said, well, they liked Mike Pence and he was a nice... He said some things that were really odd. He turned me completely off. And I was just, why is this guy even running? So we've we lost another one. Let's get a couple of more of these guys to drop out. And I got news for you. We're getting to the point now where it, a lot of these folks have to drop out. Outside of Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, everyone else should just drop out of the race. They're, they're less than 3% of the popular vote. Get rid of them. They're finished. End of story. It should be, it actually should be just even, it should be just Trump and DeSantis. Because I think even Nikki Haley is way behind DeSantis. But it's not going to happen for whatever reason. Israel has started its ground invasion. So it's going. And apparently they just walked in with tanks. They have really softened up Hamas. Uh, They have been bombing the tunnels in Hamas. Just basically killing off the Hamas terrorists. So that has been going really well for Israel. You can hear my dog. Gigi, knock it off. Uh, so that has been going really well for uh, Israel. Uh, be prepared. They also have been attacking Hezbollah in the north because Hezbollah has been dropping missiles. And they've been killing high-level Hezbollah terrorists. So uh, things. this is not going to take very long. They're going to walk in and just destroy everything. Be prepared for the news media to really start pushing this stuff and encouraging riots and protests and things like that. That's coming. The United Nations, of course, keeps proving that uh, we should burn that building down in New York, piss on the ashes, and then build a Starbucks on the middle. They are an absolutely horrid organization. Here is, uh, uh, here's another example. The UN invited Iranian foreign minister excuse me, I'm going to butcher this, but Hossein Amir Abdallah. I actually think I did okay. I know I pronounced the last name incorrectly, but they allowed him to speak. And so he decided to go in there and basically threaten the United States. How the Biden administration gives these people visas to come to the United States, I have absolutely no idea. So let's listen to what he had to say. Shows that we have always supported peace and security. But today in New York and the United Nations, I say frankly to the American statesmen who are now managing the genocide in Palestine that we do not welcome to expansion of the war in the region. But I warn If the genocide in Gaza continues, they will not be spared from this fire. It is our home, and West Asia is our region. We do not compromise with any party and any side, and we have no reservation when it comes to our home's security. The genocide in Gaza must stop immediately. The forced displacement of the people of Gaza must be stopped immediately. Today, Gaza is waiting for urgent and vital humanitarian aid. According to international law, 
The Palestinian Liberation Movement, Hamas, is fighting the occupation and has a legitimate right. Mr. President, according to our negotiations, Hamas is ready to release civilian prisoners. On the other hand, the world should support the release of 6,000 Palestinians held in Israeli prisons. Okay, anyone who listens to this asshole is an asshole. There is, this guy is just so full of shit. Iran is one of the most evil regimes on the planet Earth. They're up there with China. Um, I would say not quite as bad as China because China actually has gulags and concentration camps. But this country is a horrible, horrible country. And one of the things, if I'm president of the United States, this is not going to work out well for him. If we went to war with Iran, it would take 15 minutes and that that country would topple. Because here's the problem. Iran has a lot of internal issues. They are not in good shape. That is one of the, the problems. One of the things a lot of people don't understand with Iran. Iran can be toppled very easily. I I think we'd bomb one place and they'll, they'll quit. So... To, to, but for the Biden administration to allow this jerk off to come into the country and then threaten the United States, Dana Perino on Fox News, she, she said it. I, I didn't even realize this was a thing. She said, yeah, you, you can, once he has a visa, we'll remove his visa and, and he can't leave. Make him stay and make him stay until, uh, until Hamas releases the hostages. I think that's a great idea. Of course, the United States doesn't have the balls to do that. And that's going to be a problem with the United States. We're going to have to grow some balls and we're going to have to do something. And by the way, the the Trump administration would have had this handled already. Hamas wouldn't have even pulled this off. Wouldn't have even tried to pull this off if Trump was president. Iran wouldn't have tried to pull this off. Let's be honest with you. Iran did this. But Iran, Hezbollah, none of these countries would have tried this crap under Trump. And you can say what you will. None of this crap happened under Trump. None of it happened. When it did, he killed somebody. Soleimani. We remember Soleimani. Uh, some other Bashar or something like that. None of this crap would have happened under Trump. Okay, in the United Nations, that's not the only example. Then you have uh, the then you have the UN secretary can't remember his name, the Secretary General, sit back in and say that, hey, Israel, hey, they brought this on on themselves. This is this terrorism doesn't happen in a vacuum. They don't just suddenly decide they're going to go out and kill innocent Jews. Well, actually, dickhead, that's exactly what it means. Let's listen to what this jerk-off had to say. This is you. I have to look up his name. I forgot what his name is. So let's listen to what he had to say. It is important to also recognize the attacks by Hamas did not happen in a vacuum. The Palestinian people have been subjected to 56 years of suffocating occupation. They have seen their land steadily devoured by settlements and plagued by violence, their economy stifled, their people displaced, and their homes demolished. Their hopes for a political solution to their plight have been vanishing. But the grievances of the Palestinian people cannot justify the appalling attacks by Hamas, 
And those appalling attacks cannot justify the collective punishment of the Palestinian people. Excellencies, even war has rules. We must demand that all parties uphold and respect their obligations under international humanitarian law. Take constant care in the conduct of military operations to spare civilians and respect and protect hospitals and respect the inviolability of UN facilities, which today are sheltering more than 600,000 Palestinians. The relentless bombardment of Gaza by Israeli forces, the level of civilian casualties and the wholesale destruction of neighborhoods continue to mount and are deeply alarming. I mourn and honor dozens of UN colleagues working for UNRWA. Sadly, at least 35 and counting, killed in the bombardment of Gaza over the last two weeks. I owe to their families my condemnation of these and many other similar killings. Got that? Not only is it Israel's fault that Hamas went in and started beheading babies and stuff. But now Israel is being aggressive and they're being mean. And therefore, they must stop because of international law or some such. You know, 3,000 people were killed during 9-11. And we didn't listen to the UN when they said anything. We actually took over two countries during 9-11. And so my dog is just driving me nuts. Anyway, we took over two countries. So there was no peace when, when we were attacked. We shouldn't expect the same thing. But Israel bombing, the, bombing Gaza, sorry, let them, they should do it. They should overwhelm Hamas. And I'm sorry, civilians are going to die. That's the way war works. It's why no one wants a war except the only people that seem to want a war are the Hamas terrorists. You know, they're hiding underground and they're being shielded by women, children, and kids. So congratulations to them. Okay, so let's get to our first story here. Okay, here's an absolutely insane story. Uh, this is coming out of Wisconsin and it just shows us how much these people fear the sun god or maybe they don't fear the sun god. Maybe they're just trying to appease the indigenous people you know the same people that never had the wheel and were all dying off of disease because they had no technology we're taking advice from those people oh yeah those same people by the way that used to eat each other that used to do self-sacrifice people by cutting out their hearts all sorts of fun stuff like that we're taking advice from these people so let's read this is according to the daily wire Milwaukee County passed a resolution granting nature equal rights to mankind, the first move of its kind in the state. The, quote, rights to nature, end quote, resolution passed on Friday, issuing specific protections for bodies of water in the county. The resolution originated from the greater indigenous-led movement to ensure that nature has the same legal protections as humans. Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley said the, that the resolution was a means to honor both indigenous beliefs about nature and to more effectively execute conservative efforts. Quote, this effort recognizes the legal rights of natural areas and waterways to exist and thrive without interference from human activity, said Crowley. 
It's important for us to appreciate the outdoor environment that Milwaukee County resides on and acknowledge the indigenous people whose deep relationships with the lands predate our own. What a, this is all complete and utter nonsense. Bullshit is what I was thinking. But Jenny is sitting here watching TV or something. Here's the problem with this whole argument here. First off, na nature isn't human. Nature doesn't care. Nature's going to go on whether they have rights, whether we give nature rights or don't give nature rights. Nature does, does its thing. Plants will go, plants will die. Animals will become endangered. Animals will go extinct. Animals will flourish. Nature, disease will be created, disease will disappear. That's nature. It doesn't care what we give it. It doesn't care what we write on a piece of paper. Stupid. Second off, the indigenous people, again, I bitched and moaned about the Indians all the time, the American Indians, to the point where I am going to call myself a Native American from now on because I am. And I maybe I'll get some benefits that these people seem to get all the time. I am tired of the uh, indigenous the indigenous people. Or I, I'm an indigenous person. So what does that even mean anymore? What does indigenous people even mean anymore? Um, American Indian. They are not heroes. They were a ver a dead society. They were just waiting to go extinct when we colonized. The, the crap that they are one in touch with nature is just that. It is absolute crap. Okay, continuing with the article, because this is just too stupid. The county struck uh, draft language from the resolution acknowledging the indigenous rights of nature perspective as a symbolic in nature, thereby rendering it to be factual. In other words, um, the land that the mayor, mayoral, house and the government buildings is built on which is supposedly indigenous nature land indigenous land um yeah that's just symbolic they're not actually giving up their land listen until these assholes decide to sit back and say um hey uh here's your land back i don't want to hear anymore all of this is symbolic it's it's virtue signaling nonsense it doesn't mean anything no one cares no one's listening so Continuing on, uh, oops, where do we go here? Yeah, it's going to be a rough podcast, just way too much noise. Quote, Milwaukee recognizes the rights of nature, which, is, which was initially enacted by the Menominee tribe of Wisconsin. You know, why can you, how can you look at these tribes and give them any respect when you can't even pronounce their names? As a sacred idea of policy and policy to protect southeast, southeastern Wisconsin's waterways and bodies of water from human harm, stated the resolution. The greater, the greater, where is it here? The greater rights of nature movement believes that all nature have been, this, have the same rights as humans. The internet govern the Intergovernmental Science Policy Platform on Biodiversity and Ecosystem Services, IPBES, again, another just weird-ass bureaucracy, established in 2012 at the behest of the United Nations. Right off the bat, you know there's something wrong with this if the United Nations is the one that recommended it. Describes the rights of nature as a means to achieve environmental protections by affording ecosystems the same legal protections as people and corporations. IPBES considers the right of nature 
or RON, of course you got it, that's typical bureaucracy, to be one of the public policy instruments. Absolute crap. It's symbolic, it's virtue signaling, it means nothing. Nature does not have human rights because nature can't gain human rights because nature isn't a thing. But this is the way they do it. They want to humanize nature. That's all their goals are, humanize nature. And then we can create a national emergency and stick people in their homes like they did with COVID and take away their cars and take away their stoves and take away their heaters and take away their water uh, heaters and take away their air conditioners and all that stuff that they're try they've been trying to do forever because nature, we can't kill nature. It it's all stupid. Okay, let's get to the second story before we get to the dumbasses of the day. You know, the NHL, the National Hockey Association, or National Hockey League, they really, they're just kind of all over the place. And I'm going to give them some advice because I think that they need some help. So according to the Post Millennial, and we just talked about the NHL, that's more hockey talk that I've done in this podcast than I've done probably in the last three years combined. On Tuesday, the National Hockey League, according to Post Millennial, excuse me, on Tuesday, the National Hockey League revised its guidance on players being able to support social causes using symbolic tape on their sticks after it had previously banned rainbow-colored tape for Pride Nights and any other symbolic tape for theme nights. A statement on the website, the NHL announced after consultation with the NHL Players Association and the NHL Players Inclusion Coalition, well, that's their first problem. That's the NHL's first problem. They have an NHL player inclusion coalition. If you don't want to have all these problems, get rid of all of this, this diversity, equity, and inclusion BS in your companies because that will always kill you. Okay, continuing. After consultation with the NHL Players Association and the NHL Player Inclusion Coalition, players will now have the option to voluntarily represent social causes with their stick tape throughout the season. Former player Brock McGillis told ESPN, this is a win for the freedom of choice. First off, I don't know who that, I've been following hockey since I was like 17. I have no idea who this Brock McGillis is. He must have really sucked as a player, but this is the only guy they could scratch up. Quote, I'm a big believer in the freedom of choice. While I might be disappointed, I didn't criticize any players for not wearing the pride jersey because that's their right to choose. That's not true. That is not true. This a-hole actually wanted people suspended. He wanted teams fined. That is not true. This guy was all for throwing people out of hockey who didn't agree with him. Continuing, I think it should be a player's right to use the tape they want to. That's been sanctioned by the NHL for years. For me, this is a big win for freedom of choice. Yeah, this guy never had a freedom of choice. That said, we need to get back to the point where we're focused on informed decision-making and recognizing impact. You know where Brock McGillis is wrong? Brock Gillis is wrong in that you don't need to focus on decision-making and recognizing impact. You need to focus on playing hockey. Because guess what the NHL is there for? To play hockey. That's it. That's what they do. They play hockey. How about not worrying about 
all the LGBTQ, RSTUVWXYZ poop emoji cultists and worry about playing hockey. This is the same. These are guys that actually beat the shit out of each other on a nightly basis. And you think they're going to worry about what color their tape is? Okay, now, in all honesty, I get why they're doing this. And I didn't think, I thought that was kind of weird that they banned it. But I understand why they're getting rid of this. They're getting rid of this because uh, the if they banned the LGBTQRSTUVWXY Poopamosey cultist tape, they would have to get rid of anything, including military and stuff like that. So they did have to kind of bring it back. Now they got rid of Pride Night, which should be enough. Hey, I agree with them. Let the Rangers celebrate Pride Night. Let Los Angeles honor all of the, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, whatever. Let them do that. But, you know, just don't make it a, a thing where everyone has to do it. And believe it or not, the Kings, they're not going to do it. The Rangers, they're not going to do it. And the reason is their players aren't going to do it. They just, they're going to refuse. And that's what caused this mess in the first place. But I've got some advice for the NHL. Let's just not worry about it and play hockey and swing sticks at each other. Okay, let's get to our dumbasses of the day. Okay, so I was working on this this weekend, and I got to tell you, I, I found three videos I'm going to play today. And I think they're just, I, I, they're just so stupid. So let's go through. The, and today, it's we our dumbasses of the day actually have a theme. And what is that theme? Everything is racist. Everything is racist according to me. Everything is racist in 2020. Yes, I think all the racists out there are upset that the Palestinian thing is is happening and they can't they're not getting any attention. So I I, I don't know where all these videos came from. And, but they're all out there. So here's one from Twitter's Alpha Fox. Again, this is a TikTok video. They're all TikTok videos. So uh, this is a, a white gal, of course, proclaiming that if you're white, you're a racist, which, I mean, really old and stuff. And maybe she can admit she's a racist if she wants. I don't care. But uh, here she is singing about it, which I don't know why people do this kind of stuff and think, this is entertaining or even not cringeworthy. This, this get, but you look at her eyes. If you go to dumbasstalkingpolitics.com and you look at her eyes, she looks nuts. So let's listen to her little song. If you're white, yes, you are racist. Even if you think you're woke, we all benefit from oppression. Pretending you're not racist only makes racism grow. Okay, no, 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 no. Just don't do that. Folks, don't sing. Jenny, do you sing when you're on uh, TikTok? Do I sing? Yeah. No? Okay, good. Don't sing when you're on TikTok, especially if you're going to sing about how racist you are. It's just, it's stupid. It's unproductive. It's entertaining as hell. But yeah, just don't do it. Okay, here's, a, here's another video, and this is a black gal. Being asked by another guy, I don't know if this guy is black, but he looks Hispanic, talking about 
uh, how how blacks are in jail more more often or being arrested more often. And she's kind of all over the map here, but she again it doesn't matter. She can be all over. It's amazing how many opinions these people have, and they give every opinion that goes over the entire spectrum of answers, and they still manage to miss the right answer. Let's listen to this. You say to the people that say that, you know, majority of the crimes are being committed by black people and that's why they're getting arrested. You have to look at the population size. There are way, 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 way more white people in this country than there are black people. So if black people are getting arrested more, you may see that black people are getting arrested more. But it's like when you look at the actual numbers, you see that white people are actually getting arrested more. It just looks like it's more black people because there are less black people than there are white people. So they're not getting arrested more. You're just seeing it more. So you're seeing more black people getting arrested than you are seeing the white people. So it's not true. Okay, I'll, I'll give her this. I'll give her this. She doesn't seem as all spiteful as everybody else. Uh, she is right on one thing. Black people are not the majority being arrested in our prison. That is absolutely true. But it is not proportional. Black people make up 13% of the population. They make up 24% of the arrests and uh, jail sentences. So they make up between 24 and 26% of the people that are in prisons. That is a fact. So it is very disproportionate. She's right. Uh, white people do suffer more time in prison. There are more white people in prison. There are more white people arrested. And it is true that it is based on the population. Okay, so for example, 50, uh, white people make up 50% of the, 56% of the population. 53% of the prison population is, uh, is white. So the majority of people in prison are white. Now, the kicker, what she's not understanding, is the proportionality. Proportionality is something. Still less white people are in prison proportionately than there are compared to the population. As a matter of fact, Asians are not even in the statistic. There are so few Asians in prison. There are very few Native Americans in prison. And even the Hispanic population does not have beyond their population in prison. So his Hispanic population, I believe, makes up something like 30% of the population. About 30% of the prison population is Hispanic. The problem is blacks are disproportionately in prison. And why is that? Is that because we're just all miss? No, they're committing disproportionate amount of crime. The reality is... And by the way, just to make sure you understand this, only 0.4% of the black population commits crime. Okay, so it's most of it's recidivism. Most of the crime is, is not because all blacks are committing crime. That's not the case. Very few blacks are committing crime. But they're still committing a good 30% of the crimes out there. So that is a problem. And the reason what she's saying is idiotic is we got to stop dismissing this problem. We need to figure out why 30% of crime is committed by blacks. By the way, the murder rate, black on black murder rate. We talked last week about a mass shooting and how a, a guy just walked in, killed 18 people. 
Did you know there was a mass shooting last night? Yes. There was a party in Chicago. 18 people were shot. I didn't hear how many were killed because no one's reporting it. The reason nobody, and by the way, this is going to go into the gun control statistic, not jobs. They're going to use this as a, oh, mass shooting. There's, there's a mass shooting every 15 minutes. This mass shooting will never be reported. And the reason it won't be reported, it was a black suspect and it was in a, at a black party. There were no whites anywhere in the, in the vicinity. And yes, he used a rifle. So no one's going to talk about that. Seems to me we probably should talk about why blacks are committing a lot of crimes and then figure out how to resolve it. Okay, finally, here's the last person. Um, this person's just a complete idiot, and I think this is the dumbass of the day. We could talk about the Palestinian guy being the dumbass of the day, but this is the one because good morning is racist. <laughs> okay, you just listen to her context. It's worth it. I, I don't even want to touch this until you listen to her. You off of it, so nobody would think about what it really originated from. It was really a mockery towards black slaves and them making fun of what they did to their people when someone was hung, killed, or sold off to a different plantation. So that was their way of being funny. Did you have a good morning? Did you have a good cry about that person's death? Did you have a good cry about your daughter being taken away from you and sold off somewhere else? Did you have a good cry of your brother being hung yesterday? <laughs> that was their way of being funny. Good morning, everyone. It's hard to take someone serious when they talk the way they talk. Tooken? When they be taken, they be tooken your family to be hung? Okay, so it's not a surprise that she doesn't know the difference between morning and morning. Because obviously she can't read. She can't spell. She definitely can't put a sentence together. She's talking about mourning as if I'm mourning my dead relative. Mourning is a, actually a verb. Mourn, to mourn is a verb. And good morning, mourning is a noun. So I'm, she doesn't even have the right... She doesn't even have the right context on the words. But I mean, she spent more time getting tattoos and her face pierced than she did actually getting learning a book and getting educated but what can you expect okay i hope you guys have a great day i'll talk to you tomorrow god bless this is gene and you've listened to dumbasses talking politics <laughs>